Hey you guys, what is up? Welcome back to the podcast. It has been a hot minute since I've been on. I feel like I say that every time I record and I'm sorry. There's nothing else more I can say. I just, it's like, it's hard to find the time. It's, I don't know. I, yeah, it was easier in the summer, but now that I have a more solid schedule, where I have like been doing things, I don't know. I have not been very good at recording, so that is definitely on me. But I do want to continue to record because I think podcasting is such a unique and fun thing and I love listening to podcasts and so I don't know. I want to keep doing it. I want to push myself to be more well spoken. I guess I feel like a lot of times I will sit down and record and then I'll end up deleting the podcast because I just don't like how I sound um, and I think that's just because I'm a perfectionist and I don't want to put something out where I think I sound stupid but whatever I'm just gonna put less effort in put or sorry no not put less effort in I'm just gonna be more relaxed and not put as much pressure on myself to like have a set time that I need to reach um, because I think when you sit down and start recording and it's like oh I'm gonna be here for an hour it's kind of a daunting task and talking to yourself for an hour is actually pretty tough it's weird because it's like when you're in a conversation with someone it's like you're bouncing off of what they have to say like something they say resonates with you and makes you think of something else and then the conversation you know is easily carried but when you're just talking to yourself it's like you are carrying the entire train of thought and sometimes there's like dips and stuff and you think something but then you have to figure out how to word it and it's all just tough and I never want to sound like I'm just like speaking out of my ass or just like talking to hear myself talk um but yeah so I want to give a couple life updates and whatnot because it has been a minute um I yeah so I'm just gonna get right into it so um things have been pretty hectic um we have been doing like some moving stuff just um in preparation I don't want to talk about it too much but yeah so just stuff like that that's super busy and stressful and then I committed to college and so that's been like super cool a little bit stressful just like using like trying to find out information and it's like a new it's not like I'm like familiar with all of the programs that they use and just I don't know like doing like housing and trying to like meet people and then also like looking at my like course requirements and how my AP tests will transfer over so it's been stressful but definitely exciting like and there just seems like there's so many cool people and I'm just really excited to be in LA and be in a big city and have a lot of things to do. Um, but it's also really sad because I'm really gonna miss like the people that I have here and I've like grown so close during um, quarantine to like a lot of people and so it's just gonna be weird leaving and like not having easy access to the people I know now. But it's life that happens you move and there's people that are like have a huge focus in your life at a certain point and then 
not so much but that's not to say that I'm not gonna still be super close with the people that I know now like I definitely know that all of my friends that I have here are like lifelong friends um yeah um I've been going to the gym quite a bit I got a gym membership which is I don't know I'm surprised that I haven't gotten one sooner I remember when I was like I think it was like at the beginning of freshman year like eighth grade I was like as soon as I get my license like I'm getting a gym membership like like yeah um but I honestly think like there's so many things that it's like you have to wait till you're like 18 or like I don't know it's just like getting like a gym membership it's like your parents have to like come and sign off and it's just like weird and so I had just been doing like workout classes but those tend to add up and I don't know there's not like I usually like to go to Soul Cycle, but it's not super close to my house so it's kind of like a whole trek to get out there and I was always kind of like intimidated of the gym once I did have the ability to go but you guys I don't know if anyone else watches her on TikTok but Victoria Paris Avery introduced me to her um she like posts like just like a lot of stuff about like what she does at the gym and stuff and I don't know she's like really interesting that's not all she talks about but that is like a big thing and so that inspired me to get a gym membership so I've been consistently going um it's been like I don't know really nice I feel like it's nice for me to have somewhere that I can get out of the house to like every day if I want to um I don't have to just like go and get a coffee like I can like go to the gym and I really like it I've also taken up running again which I'm gonna get into that more later but yeah it's exciting I feel like I've like finally settled into a routine I've like been reading a lot per usual I don't think anybody thought that was unexpected I will though mention the books that I just recently read because I feel like I have to in every podcast at the beginning because what would be an update on my life if I didn't say the books that I recently finished okay so I finished the Infernal Devices book I don't know if you guys have heard of the Mortal Instruments by Cassandra Clare it's a spinoff series um yeah finish that really good Okay, so I um, finished Where the Crawdads Sing. That was a recommendation to me from my English teacher, and I finally got around to reading it. Super good. I recommend it. It's on Reese Witherspoon's, like, book club. She has, like, a, a list of books that are, like, pretty popular, but that was really good. I read another book by Colleen Hoover. She writes romance. I don't know. I'm kind of over it. Like, romances are just so not realistic and I finally like just kind of come to that conclusion where it's like they're not very stimulating because it's like you're not learning anything worthwhile like once I mean it is a fun like like no think type of thing to read like a romance but once I finish them it's not like I feel like warm and fuzzy and like I've benefited my life really even though I think reading of any sort is beneficial but it's not like I'm like learning some like groundbreaking lesson I finished The Secret History by Donna Tarr. Um, that was on my list for quite a long time. Um, it's pretty long um, and like really small text, but it was good. I don't think it's as good as honestly everyone says it is, just personal opinion. I think there's like a lot of hype surrounding it because it's like 
I don't know, some like mysterious enigmatic book where it's like you don't really know what the plot is until you like get far into it. Um, it's funny, I was in Palm Springs for spring break and I was reading it by the pool and a lady stopped and was like, oh my god, that's my favorite book. I read it like such a long time ago when I was like your age, like I'm so happy to see someone like reading it and <laughs> I just thought it was funny, like I this book has been hyped up so much. I remember I saw it on a TikTok too where someone was like, list of female manipulator books and it was included on that which I thought was funny but yeah and then just yesterday I finished A Better Bad Idea by Lori DeVore um Jada Chan recommended me another book by this author which I read like early in like in 2020 sometime and so I was waiting for this other book to come out by her um winner take all the the book that Jada re recommended was definitely a lot better but um I don't know, easy read after reading kind of a, a more complex, uh, higher level book. So that was nice. But yeah, so I got back from Palm Springs, somehow managed to like not really burn, even though I didn't wear sunscreen every day when I tanned, um, which I know you shouldn't do, but I don't know. I just, I can't help myself. I me and Avery like laid out every single day that we were there for probably about an hour and I got like a slight burn on my chest not bad at all and I got some tan lines so you know I'm happy with that I think that is some good some good work but I have to say like tanning honestly is so draining it's just like sitting out in the sun and it's like you can't it was like so bright so it's like you can't really like look at your phone um and then I finished my book we were, while we were on the trip and so the last day I was tanning like I didn't have anything to do so I literally just like sat there like, burning in the sun and yeah I don't know can't really complain though because it's Palm Springs and sitting by the pool like I would sound like a brat if I was complaining even though that's what I literally just did for the past minute but yeah, um, that's pretty much it for all of my updates, I think. Oh, one last update. Um, I deleted Instagram and TikTok off of my phone, like the apps. Um, yeah, I don't know. I recommend you try it. Anyone else out there, if you've been contemplating it, this is your sign to just do it. Um, you can still access at least Instagram by browser, so it's like, I did post, but it was nice because I, like, literally forgot I posted, so I wasn't, like, I literally didn't care, um, and then I, yeah, some, occasionally, like, I'll go on to check, but I think it's just good not to have, like, such easy access to the app and, like, spend, like, hours scrolling, and then, like, once you've seen all of, like, the post stuff, you just sit there and you, like, reload trying to see more new content, I just, that is, like, such a time suck for me, um, and then also TikTok, I just think, like, it's self-explanatory it's pretty toxic I feel like I feel like both of them just would make me really anxious about like wanting to buy things and I just thought that without it it would just be better I found that I've gotten like a lot less anxiety about clothing and stuff so that's a good thing so if you're like wanting to decrease like your money spending I definitely recommend deleting social media because that is a huge influence and also I feel that I have been able to really figure out I 
I've, I've only had it gone for a couple of days, but these are just like small things I've noticed. Is I'm not as influenced by what other people are wearing, so I can find things that I think are genuinely cute. And I think in the long term, just not having as much exposure to what other people are doing is going to help me develop a more individual sense of style and also a more individual personality. I like if I I feel like on TikTok, like a lot of our generations like mannerisms is just copied off of it and so I think I don't know like in some ways I feel out of the loop but also like I think that's how humans are supposed to be like I don't think we should be having this much access to what everyone's doing all the time and it's it's kind of like a newer thing so I'm doing fine without it you'll be fine without it you're not missing out on anything that's pretty much my piece so delete social media off your phone if you want Anyways, so I wanted to talk today kind of like, I guess, an update on New Year's resolutions. I actually think I deleted them. What I wrote down on my phone, um, which is pretty unfortunate, but I have like a general idea of like just the goals I had. And I think just like more than just uh, New Year's resolutions, just goals I've had for myself for a long time, which I kind of touched on with like the gym stuff. And I feel like I've been better at it. And so I just kind of want to share like what I've learned over the past couple of months. It's, you know, the fourth month of the year where a third, well, not, we'll be a third through the year at the end of the month, but we're a decent way in. So first thing um, I mentioned earlier that I got back into running, I kind of have like a love-hate relationship with running, or at least I always used to because... I love the runner's high that you get after you finish a run, but getting out to a run and bringing myself to do one was always just like super stress inducing and like I always kind of dreaded it. If I was running consistently, I feel like that's where it's hardest to maintain it. If it's like your first run and you know, a couple of weeks or months or whatever then it's like you have some stored up energy you kind of forget like what it's like to run but when you've been running consistently it's like oh I just ran like two days ago and I'm gonna run again it's harder to motivate yourself and I always just kind of like struggled and I always just like would put so much pressure on myself and just get like really anxious about it but I have learned how to make it more enjoyable Nike guided runs super super helpful I 100% recommend them if you haven't already um, tried them out basically it's like a podcast I guess or they just help you because I feel like sometimes when you're starting a run and you're like okay I'm gonna run like three miles four miles today it can kind of seem daunting at the beginning of, of your run thinking like damn like I have this much longer like to go and I just find that the the coach who does them he just like really helps break up the run into like bite-sized pieces and so you don't feel like it's super unapproachable they're also super encouraging like they give you little tips on like running gear how to lace up your shoes correctly and just I don't know running information stuff which I find kind of interesting and he's funny and he gives like reminders at certain time periods about how you should feel like 
if you should like pull back, all sorts of stuff. And I've just found it super helpful because for me personally, I would always go start my run just running too fast and then I wouldn't get properly warmed up and then the rest of my run would be pretty miserable and that just made me not want to run. But ever since I started the guided runs, it's like I've learned how to properly warm up because it takes a while, like it takes 10 to 15 minutes for your body to acclimate to running because running is, does put stress on your body. And so if you're like sitting down and then you get up and you start running, your body's gonna need to like adjust to that. It's gonna have to change like the way that you're breathing, like the way you're processing your energy and all sorts of stuff like that. So unreasonable to like start off your run by like just going zero to 100. Which is kind of funny to me because I remember when I did cross country, the coaches would always tell us like the first like 20 seconds or so, like we should just run as hard as we can because it doesn't affect us, which I feel like is total bullshit, but it's like kind of like a mm, across the board like advice that coaches give. Like I know it wasn't just like a me thing, Um, but I guess like before a race you are supposed to warm up or like you do warm up. So your body is kind of more in that mode but it always just kind of seemed counterintuitive to like run as fast as you can at the beginning of the race but I guess they probably know more than I do I just feel like it was always a lie because maybe I would be running as hard as I could for longer than 20 seconds and then I'd feel like shit just like not putting pressure on myself not like staring at my watch and I've honestly found like not worrying about time has caused me to trust myself more and I end up running a a decent time I've actually like shaved about two minutes off of my mile time which is pretty incredible but take into account that I was running really slow when I say like shaving two minutes off it's not like I'm like a super fast runner and then I shaved off two minutes that would be like actually insane but I have improved a lot and I'm like really really proud of myself I think for the longest time when I was when I was training for my half marathon my time wasn't improving i didn't feel like running got any easier and i was just really frustrated and i ended up persevering and so i think that is like a lesson in itself that even if something is super painful um and and uncomfortable you can still get through it but i think in terms of like long-term sustainable exercise you want to feel comfortable the majority of the time or you know not like in pain you want to see like improvement and stuff like that and I think just like when I was training for the half marathon I I didn't have like the correct approach to running and then once I did my half marathon I was just so burnt out because I was like how can I like sustain this when I literally trained for like weeks and I don't see any improvement I don't feel any better but yeah like a lot has changed since I did my half marathon um and I, I honestly want to do another one or a full. I think that it's just something that I really want to achieve. And I've learned like a lot since I, since sophomore year in general, like a lot about myself, a lot about my body. Um, I've made like a lot of progress, I guess, with the way to approach just like wellness. Yeah, so I think also another helpful thing for me is I set two days where a week that I run, that I know I'm going to run. So Tuesday, Thursday, um, those are days where I have somewhere to be. 
so it's like I'm already going to be in my car so I'll just drive to like my favorite trail after I have my I go to my commitment um and it just makes it nice I, I don't have to like wake up in the morning and be like oh am I gonna go to the gym today or or am I gonna run today you know it's just like I know what I'm gonna do and I you know there's no like decision that has to be made it's sentence set in stone with quotation marks around it because not literally it can I'm flexible but on a typical day if I'm able to I will run Tuesday Thursday which has been yeah good and then usually I'll like run on the weekend you never know sometimes I'll run more weeks than others um, and then depending on how I'll feel is how much mileage I'll do and I think something that has also really been helping with improving like my mile time and just the overall enjoyability of the runs is cross training so um I've always really really liked spin classes and yeah just like I've always loved them like to me they're not really like working out and so I when I went to the gym I realized that they had spin bikes and the spin bikes they have are compatible with the spin shoes I have so I'll just bring my spin shoes to the gym and then I'll look up a soul cycle instructor on Spotify little hack and I'll just play one of their playlists and I'll choreograph accordingly because I've gone to like a decent amount of soul cycle classes so I kind of know like the moves like what you would do for a sprint and things you would do on a hill and recovery and whatever whatever so I just kind of mimic what I think like a spin class would be like um, and like the moves that they would have you do um, and yeah I, I just like that's fun for me I, I like doing that and I think that works different muscles it's yeah I think it's just overall helped my running yeah also been using the Stairmaster love 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 to watch like YouTube videos while I'm on there Recently, I've been watching a lot of H3 podcasts. Another thing Avery introduced me to. Love them, super interesting. I've also been drinking a lot more water, which pat myself on the back. I think it was always super hard for me to just have a water bottle and like use it consistently because if it's like upstairs, I'm too lazy and I don't want to go up and get it. But you just gotta like literally carry it around with you now that I drink water like all the time I just like can't imagine not carrying it around and then this is like another thing that I want to talk about has to do with food well first of all I got HelloFresh for the first time which was really really fun I was cooking two times a week and then we would that would like we'd have leftovers so it would be enough food for like four days which was really really cool like I love just feeling like I'm helping out and I think being able to like cook your food is just a way to like connect and it's just fun it's like it's creative and it's like I feel like I have like control and it's just cool to see other people enjoy like the food you've made so that has been kind of an amazing addition um I'll like go to the gym and then I'll like come home and cook and I've just been really loving that and then also this is something I literally just started yesterday so I will hopefully give an update next time I record a podcast but one thing that 
I was kind of introduced to a while ago when I used to use Headspace Meditation was they had a series on mindful eating. Mind you, haha, no pun intended, this was not the same as like meditation that you would do for like eating disorder recovery per se. Like there is a different type of like meditation you can do with food that I think therapists recommend when you're like recovering from an eating disorder. This can definitely help, like mindful eating can help, but it's different. Like this was, this type of stuff was like, like sit there, like feel the food in your mouth, like the textures, like blah, 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 blah. Kind of more like, I don't know, like, like sensory sense, like being like aware of your senses, I guess. Um, and I remember trying it and I was just like, this is so weird. Like I literally just like, this feels so unnatural to like sit here and not immediately chew and swallow my food. But yeah, so I never really like connected with it. And I kind of always just dismissed the idea of mindful eating because I would just always think of that (laughs) one experience. And also I think like a lot of like food tips and stuff like I always just kind of try to avoid because I think that they're like shortcuts or they're not gonna work whatever whatever like I don't know it's just like I try not to like take things on the internet super seriously I like more to talk to people who I don't know like specialists like my therapist or I don't know someone who has knows me individually and can give me like individualized advice rather than just going onto the internet. I was looking on the internet the other day and I just saw something about mindful eating and so it got me thinking. I was like, hmm, okay. Didn't really think about it. And then yesterday I was just realizing how I never eat without watching TV. I always, I get my food, I sit down on the couch, turn on the TV, and then I eat. And In doing so, I'm not really paying attention to how I'm feeling, what the food tastes like, um, if I'm enjoying it, and stuff like that, because I'm distracted. I'm watching TV, so my attention is not on my actions. And I think personally, like, I'm probably a pretty bad multitasker, and so this doesn't work out too great for me. But there's just something about being fully engrossed in one activity that I think is just so um, abnormal to me because I am like constantly like multitasking like if I'm watching a movie I'll be on my phone or while I'm doing something I'm listening to a podcast or listening to music like I always have like two things kind of taking up my attention which I think also is kind of hard what's or why it's hard for me to sit down and record a podcast because I can't be doing anything else while I'm recording it. I have to sit down, I'm talking, um, I have to have my focus here. So I think just having one main thing taking up my focus is just hard for me. I'm sure it's hard for other people in this day and age where things are just so quick, like especially TikTok, you know, you watch like you're consuming a bunch of 15 second videos and it just makes your intention span like kind of like... I don't know, less good, I guess. But yeah, so I was just thinking about that. I was like, hmm, um, maybe that's not the best idea for me. 
So I deliberately chose to eat my breakfast sitting in silence, not looking at my phone, not looking at a TV, but simply enjoying the food and thinking about where it comes from and I don't know how it's helping me, which probably sounds like really cheesy and stupid to a lot of you, like I'm making a simple task more complex than it is, but it's honestly really helped me. I think thinking about how I'll just sit there and I'll think about where the food came from, like the people that it touched, not like in a, oh my gosh, like there's other people that have touched the food I'm consuming right now, but just like the energy and the time it took for this food to make it to my house like I just think that's like so fascinating to think about like coffee beans for example that those were grown on a farm like they were produced somewhere else far away by people that you don't even know and that have a totally different life and like they're connected to you somehow because it's like you are consuming something that they worked on So I just think that's really interesting and I think it's like a more healthy view on food rather than this kind of idea that nowadays we have where it's like we label foods as good or bad. Oh, that's packaged. It's not a whole food. That's bad. Um, But this like vegetable is good. It's like foods aren't good or bad. Like they don't, they're not, foods can't be inherently good and not inherently evil they're just food and all food has nutritional value and some food are having more like nutritional efficiency I guess but I don't know it's just it's interesting how distorted our beliefs have become on food yeah I don't know just thinking about like the way that food is like created and stuff I feel like is a much more interesting take and I've been enjoying that so I've been trying to do that for all of my meals to like actually be conscious and not just like do something without thinking about it Um, and I think it has helped me I don't know and I feel like I can also just pay attention to like how I'm feeling do I want to finish this like all this stuff in a very like attuned way of listening to my body trusting my body and allowing myself to just um, change as my needs change rather than relying on my mind to like set a schedule of when I can and can't eat and stuff like that. I think that is just can get really toxic when it's like oh I'm gonna only do eat at this time but it's like what if you're hungry outside of that time and then it's like you're not flexible and then it can cause all sorts of problems um yeah I don't know these are just realizations I'm making of course I've been only doing this this is my second day of doing it so we'll see where it takes me but I honestly don't see really any problem that could arise from this but yeah I'll update you guys it's funny I usually like I get pretty scared to talk about like food and body and stuff just because like I know for me personally like it can be pretty triggering to listen to other people and I think that our society has like a pretty skewed view on just female bodies and food and like the right to eat and exercise and all stuff like that and so I don't want to like 
give out my unsolicited opinion um, or uneducated opinion for fear of like negatively impacting someone else or putting a thought into someone's head because I know there have been certain things where I've heard people say and it stuck with me and it's negatively impacted me and they probably have no idea so I never like want to be the source of that for someone else but I really think what I've learned like has or what I've just spoken about has really helped me and I'm hoping that like if you're someone who struggles with this same stuff it can help you and if it doesn't work for you it doesn't work for you and that's totally okay like one of the hardest things for me to realize is that every person's body is different you can't rely on the way another person eats the way another person lives to regulate your own life because like your genetics are different it's like saying that it's like watering a succulent the same amount of water that you would water a rose like it just sorry that was probably so cheesy i'm trying to get better at like making comparisons but that is just the one that came to mind because i'm staring at my plant but yeah it's just like different people have different needs and something that might work for one person is not going to work for another person that's totally fine and i think kind of realizing realizing that can be kind of scary because it's like well then i can't i don't have like a crutch but i think in other ways it's super freeing because it's if someone's doing something differently than you there's no need to worry like if you're doing what you're doing works for you and you're happy and you feel good then like right on if you don't it's like you can adjust you can look to others to see what they're doing you can try it see if you like it but there's nothing that is like set in stone there's nothing that you have to follow you have to look out for yourself you're the only person that can tell yourself what you need And I think that is like kind of a scary realization, but also a very freeing one. So yeah, I don't know. Listen to your body, do what makes you feel good. If something is stressing you out, maybe take a step back. Um, That's what I did with social media recently. And I was like scared. I was like, oh no, like what about like all the drafts I have on TikTok? What about like people sending me TikToks? oh what about on instagram what if i miss out like what if one of my friends posts and i can't comment on it but it's like it doesn't it that should not be at the forefront of my mind like i have to take care of my own mental health and that is going to translate to my relationships and like the comments commenting on my friends posts, liking their posts, is not an indicator of how much i love and care for them so i'm just i need to like get away from instagram and all of that kind of stuff so if you need to do that please do so it is a really stressful time of the year as finals are coming and it's nearing summer so there's just a lot of things to be done before we can finish off the school year um but yeah i think that is pretty much about it i think i'm gonna wrap it up here before I get too rambly and I'll hopefully see you guys soon in my next podcast episode. Bye guys.